0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Smart Business Solutions, the official podcast of GBS, America's productivity partner. Each episode, we are going to explore some of the biggest threats and challenges in today's business world, and the vast amount of solutions GBS offers to meet them. Hello, and welcome back to Smart Business Solutions, the official podcast of GBS. On today's show, we are going to be continuing our discussion that we started last time on sustainability and recycling. And again, today we have two very special guests with us to discuss the topic. Our first guest is actually someone that you met last time. His name is Jeff Rio. Jeff is one of our valued business partners here at GBS, and he comes to us with more than 20 years of experience as an account executive and an account manager in the paper and print industry. And Jeff is based in the Detroit metro area. And also joining us today, new to the show, is John Downs. John is currently serves GBS as an account executive and been, has been with the company for 13 years. And John is also based out of the Detroit area as well. So, Jeff and John, thanks, guys, for being here today. Looking forward to this discussion and uh, appreciate your time.
1: Thank you for having me. Yes, thanks for having
0: me. All right. So, before we get into today's discussion, Jeff, I thought it would be a good idea if we just kind of went back and and did a little recap on what we talked about in the the first episode and kind of uh, describe for the listeners, kind of, you know, redefine recycling, sustainability, and just kind of some of the other, you know, major points that we talked about in that first episode, if if you would be so kind.
1: That would be my pleasure. You know, I think what we talked about last time is recycling all by itself and then recycling and how it pertains to the definition of sustainability as we define it today. So if we talk about just recycling in general. We know that recycling is the repurposing of certain products, i.e. plastics, glass, paper, cardboard, etc. And Mm -hmm. that uh, it is recycled to be repurposed and for a secondary use. But when we talk about that uh, as it pertains to sustainability and how sustainability is defined today, is we're, we're sort of used to the idea of a fossil-based material being recycled, again, i.e. plastics, mm-hmm. right? So if we look at, if we look at plastics and, and how it's recycled, and you, you sort of look at it in terms of a circle, we understand that a fossil-based uh, item like plastic can be repurposed, it usually has a life cycle of maybe once or twice go round because it comes from finite resources Mm -hmm. that are not overly renewable. So when we talk about sustainability today, we talk about getting away from fossil-based and into a uh, recyclable, renewable item that can be recycled and sustains itself for a much longer period of time so that that circle and that cycle continues so that the life cycle of... Sustainable product like that carries on to five, six, and seven generations of life. And at the end of that life cycle, it emits CO2 into the atmosphere, which helps trees to grow. Trees will absorb that CO2. And that cycle continues. So as we talk about uh, paper and paperboard products that are renewable, as opposed to and an alternative to fossil-based materials like plastic, it provides for that circular motion that that product continues to be used again and again and again. And even as its life cycle ends, like like I mentioned, the uh, emission of CO2 is absorbed by trees, helps the trees to grow, trees are harvested, and that cycle continues.
0: That's excellent. Thank you for that recap. Yeah, I think the the whole um, idea of sustainability is really, you know, kind of what we, we focused on a lot in the first episode. So I would encourage anybody that didn't get a chance to listen to Jeff and Bethany in the first episode talk about some of those things to go back and do that, to go back and listen to that first episode. So great. Thank you, Jeff, for that. Appreciate that. So – We're going to get a little bit more focused today on sustainable products and kind of what we have to offer to consumers via products and sustainability. So, John, I was going to ask you, if you would, can you kind of give us a little bit of an idea of what kind of sustainable products that we have to offer to consumers?
2: Sure. That's a a wonderful question. At GBS, we uh, are blessed with the fact that we're a manufacturer and a distributor. So, you know, with that in mind, we have options that we produce and we have options that we, we partner with, with companies that we've worked with for many years. Mm-hmm. We try to line ourselves with those suppliers that, you know, really practice true sustainability whenever possible. In that case, a lot of the, the products that we provide currently are, you know, copy paper, craft paper, labels and label materials. And... Corrugated packaging, anything like Jeff said, anything uh, that's uh, paper-based is is uh, something that we can truly provide, and that lifts the, the list is ever expanding as the consumer-driven dri- uh, demands grow, mm-hmm. and, and that it, it changes it changes often. Now, I have a a statement that's always stuck in my head that's uh, you know we can make a, a difference as individuals you know with recycling. But just imagine what you know the impact of when you know corporations really follow suit and, and you know take the ball and run with it, and, right. and we're seeing that now.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And I think we again we kind of touched a little bit about you know a little bit on that in the, in the first episode, and just how this has become an initiative that you know, that, that many companies throughout the entire world have, have embraced and you know, have really begun to uh, enact throughout their, their companies, which is great to see. So what would you guys say, I guess, John, what, what are some of the main industries that do and, and can utilize sustainable products?
2: Really, packaging.
0: Packaging. In mm. a
2: nutshell. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's such a vast category, right? Uh, anyone that utilizes packaging, so food and beverage, healthcare, consumer goods, all these kind of fall under that. Corrugated boxes, the labels used on the boxes for shipping purposes, sure. the labels used on your on your actual product, the, the liners um, used on those labels when when they're produced, the craft paper used in the boxes to pack your product you know, the copy paper that your, your office is using to, you know, uh, for HR purposes and, and uh, making forms. I mean, it, it kind of falls, it, it has a wide umbrella that it
0: covers. Mm-hmm. Well, that's,
2: that... yeah, I would agree.
1: I would agree with John, you know, packaging is really, and, and, and packaging, like John mentioned, is sort of the 30,000 foot view because it, it, it entails so much of commerce. All right. But a lot of, uh, Companies and the products that they make for the various end uses of packaging, if they're truly concerned about utilizing proper sustainability, then, you know, sort of the catchphrase is that the future of packaging is fossil free mm-hmm. and moving away from what we're used to. And again, I think I use this analogy uh, our last go round was if you say, for example, you take a look at a a uh, tube of hand lotion that we would always look at it and say, okay, there's a plastic tube of hand lotion. Well, you know, today manufacturers of uh, paperboard and, and items like that are able to now make products that can be used in that industry that are fossil-free, that are plastic-free, and now being used with recyclable and renewable products, fossil-free products like paperboard.
0: So really the key, I guess, Jeff and, and John, you know, just listening to you guys talk is really really the key is, is paper-based, right? I mean, so like, you know, Jeff, you've mentioned a few times moving away from a fossil-based to, to paper-based. So when we're talking about packaging, we're really talking about paper-based packaging, right? Am I understanding that correctly?
1: That's correct. That's correct. You'd be astonished to see how some paper manufacturers moving into the packaging industry in a bit, in a bit more depth are able to produce products uh, where a paper-based or a a paperboard-based product can be used to replace a plastic fork, a plastic spoon, Mm. a plastic plate, and, you know, that are just as hard, just as rigid, just as durable, but far more sustainable and recyclable. Interesting. Interesting.
0: All right. Well, thank you for that. So why would you guys say, why would a company choose to use sustainable products and programs. I mean, like, what benefit is it for them? What is the benefit for the, the consumer? I, I mean, why why would a company need to do this or choose to do this?
2: So that's a great question. You know, to more align with the consumer, you know, what the consumer is interested in nowadays. I mean, I, I feel it's very all-consumer driven, and, and, and that's a good thing. The consumers really kind of dictate the market, right? Yeah. You know, as they, as they should, in in many cases. So, right. you know, you know, it goes back to my statement. So we we can change the world with just the small amount of recycling we can do. You know, just imagine if the corporations could jump on board too, and and many have. Yeah. And 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 really, you know, just the effects on the environment from um, you know what these large corporations can do are, are noticeable. People don't understand how much. You know, carbon emissions and, like Jeff said, fossil-based fuels that are used in their products. And just small changes can make big differences.
0: Yeah, I think that's good. That's good. So, in, I'm sorry, Jeff, did you have something?
1: Oh, I was going to, yeah, I was just going to simply just add it and really break it down to something that everybody can understand. Something very, very simple. Think mm-hmm. of it this way. When you go to the grocery store and that checkout clerk asks you, paper or plastic? You know if everybody's answer was paper then that question would no longer exist it would simply be paper we would be taking plastic out of the equation uh-huh. so at something just as simple as that which is a consumer's choice and a responsible and educated choice can help drive corporations businesses manufacturers towards doing supplying manufacturing producing what the consumer wants So John is correct. It is all consumer driven. And, you know, the the mic dollar speaks, the voice speaks. If the consumer says, I want it one way, then businesses have to respond. And then that business's competitor has to respond and so on and so forth. And it creates that domino effect. And we hope that that domino effect continues to where, again, you don't have to make that choice any longer. It's simply the paper bag. It's no longer the plastic
0: right, so so almost as a society, we make that choice together that like you said it's it's all paper now, it's no plastic and then and, and then you you're kind of in a way, I guess you're kind of removing the decision and you're just that that's the that's the accepted norm then that it's that's that it's paper, and we we know that it's well,
1: I, it, and that's just it, it to to get it to the point where it is the norm,
0: mm-hmm, absolutely, and I'm sure that's much easier said than done, no doubt. So, uh, kind of going along those lines, then, who who would you guys say benefits most directly from companies using su- sustainable products? Is it is it consumers? Is it the companies themselves? Is it you know who would you guys say does benefit most from these types of these types of initiatives?
2: That's a good question. I, I want to say everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when it when it when it's the environment around us. Everyone benefits. You know, reduced waste in landfills, reduced energy usage, less raw material consumption. It all has an effect that affects everybody. Our own plants, our own label plants use water-soluble inks whenever possible. You know, they, they also recycle all their, you know, label waste. So, I mean, I mean just small, small things can make a difference. And, and
0: it, it does, you know, really affect everybody involved. Yeah, I think I think that makes a lot of a lot of good sense, John. And and again, I guess to kinda to, to circle back around to kind of the products that we are able to offer consumers when it comes to that, you know, packaging solutions, labeling solutions, all those things, paper, we, we supply paper to folks. All those things are, are are ways that we can we can help our customers become more sustainable with, you know, with their practices and their products and their processes. So, and and to your point, John, everybody, I think everybody benefits from that. So that's, that's great. That's great. So I want to ask you guys a little bit, and I know Jeff, we talked about this a little bit in the first episode too, but I just think it's so important, kind of the practical side of it as an, as an end user. What What is the best way, do you think, an end user can kind of play a role in encouraging companies to be more sustainable and kind of move in this direction and think more along these lines as a, as a consumer? What, what can I do individually to kind of help this process along?
1: Well, again, and, and we touched on it the uh, last episode, it's it, it certainly being an educated consumer, right? Right. You know, it, it, we sort of look at things, look at things in, a, in a reverse. So we, we know a, a product is made a product goes to market, a product is bought. If the consumer demands that a product is changed, that it is being made with uh, more sustainable consciousness, then then look at the reverse effect. As that goes back to the manufacturing process, because the demand is called for. Now the manufacturing process is being done in a a hopefully fossil-free way. And so when you start that manufacturing process, now we're talking about, Less, you know, a, a, a less of an environmental impact, right? Less raw material, consuming less water through the manufacturing process, or electricity, right? And generating far less waste at a much smaller carbon footprint. So, if the consumer makes that sort of demand, an educated consumer makes that demand, then that goes back up the ladder and gets back to the point of manufacturing. You see, see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. then that. We are now we are now starting the process the right way, and then and then that becomes a sustainable circle. You know, really does impact all of us. Does impact the environment, but it starts with the manufacturing process. So, an educated consumer that can demand what they want through their purchase power can help start that process, the manufacturing process that really you know sort of you know starts things off and puts us. You know, on that line and then that cycle of sustainability.
0: Yeah, I think that's. I think that's. I think you're right on there, Jeff. And I know you. You kind of mentioned the educated consumer. We I think we talked in the first episode. you Use the word, the term, thoughtful consumer. And I think Bethany used that as well. And again, just kind of like you said, being mindful of, of the products that you buy and how that company is kind of operating in the in in the market and and what their practices are and what their you know what their their beliefs in this area are, and are they moving towards more sustainability or are they kind of doing things as they, you know, they had always done. So, yeah, being educated, being mindful, being thoughtful um, in where we spend our dollars, I think is, I think is a, a great point. Yeah, get,
1: think about the cause and effect. You know, if the consumer demands, right, you know, first of all, <laughs> let, let's, let's not uh, kid ourselves about the fact that you know, any business out there is about the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they have to absolutely. be comfortable to maintain and stay in business yep. or, or be responsible to shareholders, right? So they're going to do whatever it takes to improve that bottom line. And so, what I, so the you know, consumer has to dictate to them, if they want to hold on to that consumer's business, you know, the consumer has to dictate to them the changes they need to make. You know, they can claim sustainability and responsibility all they want but you know that true change is going to come from the consumer it it becomes not just a statement not just a buzzword or a motto it becomes a normal practice
0: that's that's good that's that's very good jeff so i guess kind of in conclusion uh, Again, I'm I'm interested in how people can get more information on this stuff. Are there places out there that we can go as consumers and and get this type of information as far as sustainability goes for you know uh, companies and products that are out in the marketplace? Is that? I'm sure it is. I'm sure the information's out there somewhere. I guess the question may be better phrased: Where can someone go to get the information?
2: Richard, yeah, that's a great. That's a good question. The like anything your local municipality can respond to you know questions on recycling in your in your own cities or as, as, as far as companies and, and uh, people you want to buy products from and companies you want to buy products from you know online is is your your best resource I mean the the amount of information at your fingertips for researching companies you can research find out what their uh on sustainability is uh, most websites nowadays have sustainability mission statements uh, if you will but also they'll even have you know carbon footprint information and information on their on their production and and how it affects the environment and then you know you can drill down even further and, and in your items you can do uh, look at consumer reviews and, mm-hmm. and see if there's a uh, feedback on that as well i mean it's just a vast range of information at your fingertips that that um that you can access and then there's there's many third-party auditing companies online that you could access their research as well just with a little uh, search online so you know that it's it's definitely a lot more available than it was 20 30 years ago right Mm -hmm. Uh, you know the internet thing and and uh it's it's right there, at your fingertips. You can find out anything you want to know.
1: Yeah, and I and, I'll, and I will firmly agree with John as it pertains to third party auditors. I, that's where you're going to get the true information. Mm. Um, you know, and I think we talked a little bit about this in the last episode. Is is you know sort of the history of recycling, the history of sustainability. You know, in in, in the in the papermaking process, uh, which is my background. You know, years ago, a third party third party auditing program started where multiple agencies would audit responsible forestry and there are three four five both uh, north american and international auditing agencies to you know help provide that information for responsible forestry and so i would suggest as john mentioned that uh you know looking at an independent unbiased third-party auditing company looking at sustainability uh, is probably the best way to be educated from a consumer standpoint as to what manufacturers, what companies out there are truly practicing proper
0: sustainability. Now, that's that's a good point, Jeff and, and, and John. Thank you both for that. And I guess the, the last thing I would add to that is, you know, we're, we're, we we kind of just spoke on from a consumer standpoint what they can do to affect change and sustainability. Uh, from a company perspective, you know, if someone out there is listening to this and maybe thinking about getting their company into these types of programs, again, that's where you know we can we can help and partner with you to to make things like that happen. John is a is an excellent resource. Bethany is an excellent resource. Jeff is a great resource and and someone that can counsel you in that area as well and you know so labeling packaging anything in those areas that that you know that we offer and can help you uh, implement in your business is is what we're here to do we're here to help you know and partner with our clients so so just just to kind of get that in and throw that out there, I guess, as well, that there are things, again, obviously, that companies can do to, to make these things happen and, and uh, you know, knowing that consumers are out there looking for these things. So so awesome. Guys, thanks so much. This has been another great discussion. I really appreciate your, your expertise and your time and look forward to our, our third session, which will be coming up here shortly. So thanks again, guys. Appreciate
1: your time today. Oh, absolutely. My, ple- my pleasure, Richard. John, I uh, just thank you guys for having me. And, um, you know, with GBS CMS, uh, all the success in the world.
0: Thank you. Same thank to you, Jeff. Jeff. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. This show has been a production of GBS. For more information on the topics discussed today or the solutions offered, contact us at marketing at com. That's marketing at gbscorp.com. Or you can call at 800-552-2427. And lastly, check us out on the web at www.gbscorp.com. That's www.gbscorp.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss
2: out on any future episodes.